Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled Biblical Christianity, American Culture, and Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. What's the interrelationship between Maslow's hierarchy of needs and a biblical Christian worldview? It's all a matter of perspective and priority in today's American culture. First, a brief history <clears throat> on Maslow. He was uh, an American psychologist who wrote a paper in 1943 entitled A Theory of Human Motivation. I doubt there's a psychology class in the country that does not include his thesis at some point in the semester. His work has impacted developmental psychology, sociology, education, healthcare, and social work, just to name a few disciplines. In its simplest terms, Maslow postulated that the needs of mankind are based on what we already have, you know, hence a, hier- a hierarchy. Um, the first level of that hierarchy is our basic needs need to be met. Their physical needs, such as air, heat, water, food, shelter, and so forth. Once these are taken care of, we're motivated toward uh, issues like safety in the areas of health, personal, emotional, and financial security. Next level after that is a need for love and uh, social needs, uh, such as family, friend, friendships, intimacy, trust, uh, and acceptance. And then following that are levels, uh, further levels of esteem, like respect, cognitive, creativity, aesthetics, uh, art and entertainment, and finally, self-actualization, which is uh, the setting of li- largely the setting of life goals. Though one can intermingle each of these, it's undoubtedly true that if someone is starving, one will likely have only a passing interest in acceptance, much less in the arts. So how does that relate to our current America? At the risk of making generalizations, today America is largely in the self-actualization stage of Maslow's hierarchy. Recognizing that many in this country are undernourished and in need of the most basic forms of survival, on balance we're a nation of comfort, pursuing our life goals and desiring no one and nothing to get in the way of that. We don't have a need for God's intervention um, or interruption, in our lives. We expect the government to take care of our safety needs while we pursue love, acceptance, and entertainment. So as a cross-reference to the Bible, there's uh, interesting passages in Genesis 47, verses 13 through 25, uh, on Joseph and the famine that was in Egypt. Joseph was the Pharaoh's overseer uh, of the Egyptian culture in the same state to, to a large degree as America is today. They were by far the most powerful nation in the world, and the population generally had all the basic needs of life. The arts and philosophy had become popular in a culture where its agrarian society owned private land, cattle, crops, and other forms of wealth. In addition, because of fulfilled prophecy, the pharaoh, their ruler, had been able to store up an abundance of food in his personal warehouses. And then the seven years of drought hit, and everything changed rapidly. No rainwater meant no crops, so the people had consumed all the food they had stored. They came to Joseph to buy provisions, paying in cash. 
The next season, they paid by selling their livestock. Once the livestock was depleted, the people sold their land for food and finally became slaves of Pharaoh, Genesis 47:19. Going forward, the land they farmed as the drought subsided was owned by the Pharaoh, who received a fifth of all that was produced. After all that loss, moving from Maslow's self-actualization of pursuing personal comfort and life goals down to the desperate physical needs of food and basic survival in less than seven years, one would think the Egyptians would be angry and demand that their prosperity be restored. But instead, they were both complacent and appreciative of the Pharaoh and Joseph for their survival as paupers and slaves. Genesis 47.25 states, You have saved our lives. May it please the Lord. We will be servants to Pharaoh. So I have five observations on what we've read so far or what I've put in this podcast so far. Reflecting on the reality of Maslow's hierarchy in light of America today and our future within the context of ancient Egypt. As a nation... Americans have lost our biblical Christian worldview because we're in the self-actualization stage of life. We see no need for God because our life on this earth is running relatively smoothly under our own control. We wish to pursue our own pursue our own personal life goals, and the rules of a supernatural being in his book are seen as nothing more than a constraint on our evolving view of morality. Second, The reason America and most other nations acquiesced to the loss of so much of our personal freedom when COVID hit was that we moved down in Maslow's hierarchy from self-actualization to making security needs of paramount importance. We trusted the government and science to have our best interests in mind. It was a logical trade-off between our personal goals and our safety. As we now have a clear perspective on what actually took place, it's likely we will not again be so naive and allow the subjugation of our personal freedoms, self-actualization, to be impinged upon quite so quickly. One can see examples of that resistance taking place even in the most repressive countries like China today. Number three, when the Antichrist comes and begins to take away personal freedoms, it will be as a result of some cataclysmic event that will threaten our safety and likely propel us all the way down Maslow's hierarchy to the most basic of needs. We will be just as complacent as the starving Egyptians were under Pharaoh. Whether it's called totalitarianism or anti-Christian theocracy, the vast majority will gladly comply, not out of fear of government persecution, but out of fear of not being part of the protected arm of the evil one. Only the stragglers or outliers will be forced to take the mark of the beast. Most will comply as the Egyptians did centuries ago, giving away everything they own to the state in exchange for food and security. At the end of time, number four, at the end of time, the Bible predicts that there will be an eternal theocracy with the creator of the universe as our Lord and King. There will be no challenge to his rule as there will be no sin in the heart of mankind. There will be rejoicing in heaven, stripped of all sin, pain, hatred, greed, and all the other negative thoughts and behaviors that we see today. And finally, number five, 
As individuals, we're sadly so caught up in our own desire for comfort and personal life goals that so many of us are unwilling to look beyond our day-to-day struggles. Each of us will live a life on this earth not knowing the date of our death and for many its impact on our personal eternity. As individuals, we need to set aside where we are residing in Maslow's hierarchy. We need to recognize that we are truly at the bottom, the basic survival stage from an eternal perspective. Basic needs like air, water, food, and shelter may not, or rather may seem such a given in the affluent world in which many of us live. However, we are on this earth in comfort for a very short while relative to eternity. What may seem a comfortable life today will not determine the status of our afterlife. Each of us must make our own personal decision on the trajectory beyond the grave. We must accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and make a public confession and profession of that heart change. Truly our most pressing need is not even on Maslow's hierarchy of need list. God places a vacuum in the heart of mankind. We may try and fill that emptiness with a life full of toys, safety, entertainment, and relationships. However, the only one that can truly fill that void is Christ. And all we have to do to bring him into our lives is to ask him and accept his lordship. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is a gift from God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. And finally, Romans 10, 9, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.